Hello, hi, welcome to another Chesapod. I am Joy Pandey. Tune in for your entertainment scoop for the week. Oh yes, Umzanzi Celeville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pod. Welcome back to another Chissa Pod. If you're new over here, then you should know that every Friday we catch you up on the latest entertainment news. But if you're a regular degular, <laughs> you know what time it is. I'm running solo this time around again. But you know that it's still going to be a joyride and the scoop still Chissa hot. So let's get into it. It's Friday, so let's start with some music news. AKA's team have revealed that the remix of the rapper's hit song, Kampani, is underway. And guess who is behind it? One of the gods and pioneers of Amapiano, Kabza the Small himself. Uh, fifth season took to their timeline this week, sharing a teaser to the song. And this is a little bit of what it sounded like. Now, personally, for me, for me, how can I say personally for me? <laughs> personally, from what I heard, I kind of prefer the original, but. Anything that keeps the legacy of the legacy alive, right? I don't know. You tell me. I did speak to the rents, the parents, Lynn Forbes and Tony Forbes, of course, at the summers about the music that was said to be rolled out following his passing. And of course, it's all positive vibes from them. Listen to what they had to say. Uh, I mean, firstly, the, the love and the support and, uh, has been amazing. Um, and it's just showed, you know, for me, it's a reflection of Kenan Murray's life. Um, and I'd like to think that Kenan also inspired um, through his work. Um, he also um, left, not alone, but he left with other artists. He collaborated. And, you know, for me, Mass Country is a reflection of all of that. And, uh, and, and the fact that it's, it's, it's done so well, these people... People love the stories that, that's on this country. People love Kenan. People love what, uh, you know, this diversity of the music from Sarah Ophelia to The impact is um, huge. And, and in some ways, it's even shocking, you know, the, just the outpouring of, of love uh, since it passed. Well, that's that on that, but still in some music news. <laughs> Guys, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, firstly, I'd like to say that I actually didn't, it didn't even pop on my timeline. I had actually had to be, you know, um, put to my attention, but I really find it quite interesting that fitness enthusiasts, you know, slash whatever you would want to call him, the model, Dumisi Chu, has ventured into music. Okay. And he's a rapper. All right. And I had a little bit of a listen um, to the song. The song that he has out, um, I think it says it's called Let It Go or something like that. I feel like he should just let it go. <laughs> with the rules I make, any 
To be quite honest, I mean, I mean, shout out to him, first of all, for obviously taking the plan. Just not an easy thing to get into. But at the end of the day, or at the same time, rather, I still feel like if there's any new artists coming out of South Africa right now, especially when it comes to rappers, in such a saturated industry, you really have to sound different. You really have to sound different. And I feel like people kind of miss that. Obviously, right now, there's a whole magnifying glass or there's a whole attention, there's attention to um, what South African artists have to bring. And I think the main thing that I'm hearing consistently when it comes to artists that have made it internationally is, can you just be different? Now, to me, Ochi is sounding like another nasty wannabe or another, I don't know what you're trying to be, but you know what, shout out to that. Let's see how far it takes it. I think because he's got the looks, you know, he'll obviously take it a little bit further. I think also when I listen to his lyrical content, <sighs> okay, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Let's move right along, right? <laughs> now, Kuto Teledi is officially off the market. Woo! Somehow we are, okay, not even somehow. Obviously, we are super excited for her. She's um quite an industry sweetheart. I think everybody... Oh, not everybody. A lot of people in the media industry do, um, you know, appreciate her just as a human being in general. So it's really quite beautiful to see her in this space or transition into, you know, the Makoti um, stage. Yeah, I mean, that's that about that. So she took to social media, obviously, this week, uh, sharing images to her Lobola ceremony. Yo, Lobola ceremony, uh, donning uh, Tonga regalia. And she was looking all kinds of gorgeous, of course, and bursting into tears of joy, right? <laughs> congratulations to her. Congratulations to her Italian sweetheart and to the family, the Teledi family, now that she's now moving over to the other side. I wonder what her surname is because I don't know this guy's name. Hmm. Now, another news following World AIDS Day, which took place on December 1st, right? Zombo's alleged ex-lover took to socials, claiming that the Guaito star infected her with HIV on purpose. Oh, God. Stop it. Stop it. Now, of course, it's not the first time that we're hearing of such a story. But anyway, a motivational speaker by the name of Lebohang Mutsumi revealed that out of the desperation or her desperation of fame as a teenager, it led to her living the rest of her life, even till this day, with HIV because of Uzombo. Now, for the 2000s, for the young people out there, as I mentioned, this is a quite a back, back, lang, lang, that existed. And of course, the music was hippie, it was happening. It was actually signed under Triple Nine, uh, which is Arthur Mafogati's record label. Uh, but in 2008, he succumbed to the virus um, weeks after he publicly revealed that he was infected. If you go somewhere and you go on the internet and you Google, you'll definitely find a little bit more about him. But um, there's an interview that a lot of people do remember when he went on SABC One's a music show apparently today's well it no longer exists there's no longer live amp but back in the day whatever started as i forgot what it was called he went there and he was you know all kinds of skinny and showing that he was quite sickly and ill and 
that's where he actually revealed that he was um, infected. But Lebo Hang, this motivational speaker that I'm telling you about, she claimed that she and Zombo met at a club way back before that when she was 17 and they engaged in intercourse. Come on now. On various occasions also. Unprotected also. And now her intention was to fall pregnant uh, so that she could make headlines. As I mentioned, fame hungry. Ah, man. You know, there are so many layers to the story. But anyway, the fame-hungry situation that she was in obviously did not go in her, her way because later on she found that she was um, HIV. And she claims, okay, claims, because, you know, these are untested allegations. Um, she mentions that she fell pregnant at some point and she decided to have an abortion at some point because Zombo apparently... According to her, <laughs> according to Le Hang, said that, nope, this is not my kid. That's not happening. And that's before he later said, okay, can you tune into SABC1? And then when she tuned in, he revealed that he was actually HIV positive. So quite a sad story, but a lesson to be learned, really. I saw a conversation on social media with a lot of people saying, Mara, when I be we happy? And obviously, we do see a lot of people today who are fame-hungry. We see them around Skomota today, the random ladies who just want to be around him because I throw pass. Because fame. <laughs> we see it not only with Skomota, we see it obviously with all these other stars. So really, just young people, can you just, like, understand that just go on Instagram and become a social media influencer? Rather, that's if you want to be fame-hungry, let's take it in that direction instead of trying to really bank on you know, these these men that we don't even know, um, you know, what they actually do behind the scenes. Not saying all these artists are doing that, but, you know, we do know that some of these people really be reckless. So just be careful, man. The entertainment industry is a dark scene. Now, moving on from that, Ntando Duma has found love and she is certain that she has found her perfect match. Now, after a video of Buntle Muloi, um... Well, you know her as Buntle Muriselle, talking about how she and her husband rapper uh, Pretty Ugly navigate disagreements uh, during an interview on Podcast and Chill resurfaced this week on Twitter slash X. And Dando Duma took to her timeline gushing over how her relationship was similar and that she and her partner don't engage in fights. Okay, good for her. Congratulations to her on that one. I mean, I don't know. We don't know this guy. We don't know how what happens behind the scenes. So everybody obviously was just like on some... Right? So Ntando has obviously kept the identity of her partner private, but she's raised eyebrows still when, well, she's raised eyebrows because her um, social media byline, social media handle has now changed from Ntando Duma to Ntando Duma Mtombeni. So we're all obviously trying to figure out who is this man. But of course, she's also just like, and then the Tlometang, what are you going to do with my man? Anyway, let's listen back to what Buntle Muloi actually said um, about her partner. This year is, we started dating in 2009. So that's what, like 11 years now? We don't fight. Yeah. I've never fought with him. Ah, we disagree, yeah. but we don't fight. Really? He's never raised his voice. I've never raised my voice. We've never walked out on each other. Wow. No one slammed the door. We've never had a dramatic moment. Like yeah. we really never have. We nice. never needed space. No. Parts. Time oh. apart. Girls' no, night out. For what? No. Bro. 
No. Yeah. I mean, if he needs to go out and do his thing with his homies, yeah, go out. But it's not because we fought and he needs to let out some steam. In light of that, in light of that, I am still on the search for the perfect one. Because actually, Nami, I mean, if I was actually in a relationship right now and we were still having, we were having fights and this is what I'm hearing, obviously I'm questioning my relationship. But there's no man right now. Well, we're going to say that just because, you know, we don't want to get the, <laughs> the public confused. But let's not get into that because it's not about me, right? Right. So um, I would be questioning my relationship if we actually have fights. I know me, myself. Oh, my God. I'm a little bit of a cray cray kind of person. <laughs> I can kind of like raise my voice. Your future husband, if I'm ever going to get married. Like, I do raise my voice sometimes. Like, I'm cray cray. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I have moments. And yeah, those outbursts, I wonder if they could actually happen if you're in like a good enough relationship. I don't know how it works. Basically, okay, conversations from a single person. Anyway, you tell me <laughs> if you uh, if you and your partner actually do experience the same thing that Ndando and Buntla are talking about. Do you guys actually engage in fights? Do you guys raise your voice? Does, does somebody end up walking away? I mean, I know I would if somebody's really just telling me nonsense, okay? Um, but yeah. Or are you actually on the other side and just everything is bliss and everything's a-okay with you guys? Let me know. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along, Dr. Malinga is seemingly now in a good place after paying off his debt. And he has Julius Malema to thank, among obviously every other people or every other celebrity you or any other person who contributed towards his well-being. Now, if you remember in 2000 and... Yo, not me going to 2000, Marco Afana. Anyway, in 2020, the singer had his fans um, and other celebrities send him monetary donations after he burst into tears, revealing in an interview with pod on Podcast and Chill that he owed SARS. And it was apparently 2.1 million. It was a tax bill that he owed, right? Now, recently during an interview on the Beehive podcast, Malinga revealed that he had paid off the bill and now obviously he's moved on. Everything is honky-dory with him. He's booked and busy. And he named obviously DJ Maporisa, Black Coffee, King Monada, Oskido, and others who coughed up money to help him. But of course it was a big deal for him to say that, hey, EFF leader Malema is actually paying my accountant. He paid it back then, but he's actually still contributing towards, you know, coughing up money to pay the accountant today to make sure that he, everything for him goes smooth sailing. Let's listen to what he had to say. So, each one guy, if I find it down there, ah, give me a little So, hey, I'm going to the donation. I'm going to give my body son. I'm the black coffee. King Monada, I'm going to give 10,000. Come on. King Monada, good guy. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, so I'm going to 10,000. I'm going to Yeah. So, I'm going to give Yes. Baba Muno, I'm going to give you a little Yeah, Leo Skido. Yeah, Leo Skido, two seasons, one, two seasons. Mr. Julius Malema. You understand? I'm going accountant. Opatela accountant, as we speak now, Osanzana Patela, that accountant. Accountant gets it done. Accountant again, transit own and Twizar Malinga. Yeah, 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 you deposit the Chalatagam. Don't do that. They're over the Bugaza, over the Bugazaga, Lesars, or yeah, over the Bugazaga. So, Mr. Julius Malema, Kena Patelan Bargain, you're now accountant. And as we speak, I no longer owe SARS. Well, really, thank you so much, Julius, for somehow, sometimes, you know, coming through for these artists. We love to see it. 
and of course, for a lot of people, now we're wondering who we're going to vote for. I'm not saying we're going to vote EFF. We don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. And guys, I'm, yo, the way I don't know who I'm going to vote for, but I am registered and I hope you're all registered to vote. But I guess I'm still in the middle. Uh, but yeah, that's really cool for him to do that and whatever. Moving right along. Whichever shit is booked and busy. Right? Now, as elections draw near, ooh, another EFF thing. How is this even happening? Okay. Anyway, EFF is set to host uh, a youth voter registration bash at Fountains Valley in Pretoria. Guys, sort of Fountains Dance are like... If you're from Pretoria, like, that was definitely a place that you wanted to be back in the day. I don't know about now, um, but when I was in high school, like, that was, like, the place. I would really hear a lot of kids saying, like, they're going there. And I would really, like, feel so left out because my dad wouldn't let me go there. Oh, my gosh, being a PK can suck. Anyway, I'm digressing. <laughs> um, so there's a bash that's going to take place um, in Pretoria soon at some point. And Shebashit is headlining the event, which is quite a big deal. And of course, there was some conversation on social media with Eugene Koza apparently seemingly somehow taking credit um, to that happening. But of course, it's not that. Um, you would know that Sheba should be like, Bila, social media, youth kadiwashini, like he's within. So I think that's quite a strategic way to definitely get people on the party side or anything like that. Um, so it's quite interesting. But beyond that bash that's going to take place, and if you're going, very interesting, hey, because Barri in Trikimala and the Nokanaka ID. Interesting. Anyway, uh, the only thing that I can say about that, firstly, is the fact that we should just register. And Honali Linky, man, if you go on Times Live, there's a link that you can click on and you just register to vote. You know, I'm not saying don't go support Sheva Shit, but, you know, obviously you just have to be aware of, you know, these strategies that, um, you know, politicians or political parties are trying to pull. These stunts that they're trying to pull right now as we head nearer to um, elections. But... It's still good news because uh, Shebashit is still booked and busy, as I mentioned. Um, it was interesting, actually, to see how booked and busy he is. Um, he took to social media recently, sharing his gig guide for December and a little bit of January. And yeah, man, despite naysayers, he's winning. He's winning, he's winning, he's winning. Shout out to Limpopo. Shout out to, you know, him one time to shout out to everybody who's actually supporting this brand. It is obviously still quite interesting. I mean, he's trying to move on. I mean, let's talk about Shiva shit altogether. Of course, he has admitted to doing crimes. He's done the time. Bailed out or not, he's done the time. Um, and now he's trying to move away from you know crime and actually make a name for himself in the music space you know just to obviously feed his child his baby mama and his family who we don't know but he did obviously mention that hey guess that's what evidence yes it's not at my house but it's planted somewhere you know so i don't know i guess all somehow is forgiven now that he's making music, uh, so he also actually has a song with Dr. Malinga, obviously with Vocalistic, and there's some songs somewhere, somewhere. I only know one song. But anyway, I guess in light of that, we just say Twika. And congratulations to Sherba Shit. And that's that on that. 
And that's been it for this edition of the Chisapod. Remember that you can find our latest podcast review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. You can also find us on all social media platforms at Chisalife. This Chisapod is a Times Live production, and my producer is Demi Buzo. I've been your host, Joy Pande. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. Oh, oh, oh.